on, Bennett. Put away that chicken shit gun. I just want to pull a trigger. Put a knife in me. And look me in the eye. And see what's going on in there when you turn it. That's what you want to do, right? Come on, let the girl go. It's between you and me. Don't deprive yourself of some pleasure. Come on, Bennett. Let's party. I can beat you. I don't need the girl. I don't need the girl! I don't need the gun, John. I can beat you. I don't need no gun! I ain't killing you now! Welcome back, everyone, to the show called Look What You Made Me View. This is the podcast where she hasn't seen it, and I can't believe it. <laughs> I'm Ryan. And I'm Kaylee. I'm not going to shoot you between the eyes. I'm going to shoot you between the balls. <laughs> That's the quote yeah. of the film. Now, this week, we watched Commando, a 1985 action thriller starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Google describes this movie as retired Special Forces soldier John Matrix lives with daughter Jenny in isolation, but his privacy is disturbed by former commander Franklin Kirby, who warns him that his fellow soldiers are getting killed one by one. After Kirby leaves, Jenny is kidnapped by former Latin American dictator Arius, who wants Matrix to restore him to power. Instead, Matrix sets out to, or sets out to take down the rogue leader and rescue his daughter. That's wow. that's the official description. Not okay. so fun in my mind. Uh, you know, it's a description of the movie. If you had to pitch this to somebody, mm-hmm. you're selling this movie. How you doing it? I got it. I have two. Okay, I have two, and they are vastly different. So here we go. One, this is a morality tale on why America should not interfere with foreign elections. Because I literally just learned the other day that America interfered with 81 different elections between 1946 and 2000. That's so much. All right, you heard it. Back of the box. Uh Uh-huh. This is a morality tale about why the United States should not interfere interfere in uh, foreign uh, foreign affairs. Yes. And you literally just found out. And I literally just (laughs) found out. All that stuff's in the back of the box. Yeah, yeah, all of that stuff is on the box. I like Uh it. It's very very direct, very personal. Yeah, thank you. Okay, okay. Number two. The poop one. Number two, the poop one. Mm -hmm. This is softcore Arnie porn. Every Arnold movie in the 80s no, is no, no, no. But like specifically porn. like very gay it is Arnie a, porn. It's extra. This yeah. movie, that I said it while we were watching it, this movie is fucking extra. That's all you can say. Exactly. It's so extra. And I mean, we're talking about like there's bondage in here. There's uh, Jizz Face, which I can't wait to talk about. There's a shirtless Arnie, but that's a given. And then there's your quote. I'm going to shoot you right between the balls. I yeah. cannot wait to make my case. Man, it gets so interesting, guys. So walk with us a little bit here. Um, I will tell you why I'm showing this to Kaylee. Please do. Well, a little boy named Ryan <laughs> watched a lot of TV movies. 
Uh, this was not one I was exposed to in the theater, of course, um, but I could have been as young as six years old, maybe even five watching this, but probably six, seven. That is scary to right? me. Uh -huh. um, where and you know when exactly, not as important, but yes, very small child. And I just remember loving the shit out of this. It was so much like a video game. Arnold looks so cool. Yeah. And having okay. a child now, you see that they come in and out of, you know, even their favorite thing in the world, they don't love all of it. <laughs> They'll, you know, leave for a minute, go play with something, um, come talk to you. And then the second their favorite stuff comes back on, mm -hmm. they're locked back in. It's, you know, their favorite. So, yeah. Um, we were just talking about how our kid watched Luca, and anytime they're like underwater, she's locked onto it. Right. Anytime anything else is happening, she doesn't care. So I think it was that effect in this movie, meaning like the cool action shit and when Arnold looked cool. Um, I remember all that, all the heightened tension scenes. But there's a lot of it that was just, you know, uh, like watching it anew. Uh, stuff I don't recall, particularly the things, um, like the themes, like really what's going on. I don't fucking remember anything right, about what actually points, is happening. The pop point, the pop points. The pop points. The pop points mm -hmm. are so quick and then it's immediately followed by extreme action that like i have no idea what happened yeah we'll talk movie. about that but yeah i mean basically this was just something i watched a lot so i mean i have a lot of this stuff burned in my memory <laughs> right I just okay. Think it's okay so uh in there but uh, not all the film that was it's my big point. and it's crazy yeah. yeah so yeah let's um talk about where this movie starts they're right he um it is a kidnap tale this is um uh if i had to summarize this Sure. I'd call it uh, Taken Meets Metal Gear. Ooh, I like that. Okay. So, okay, yeah. It, um, it is like Taken is a ripoff of this movie. Yeah, and then he goes in one-man mission style um, and takes him out. It's a violent play of Metal Gear. It's oh, not your, yeah. uh, your um, uh, no-kill run-through or anything. Uh, but yeah, it's a fun romp either way because it is so fucking extra. Uh, they start with guys being picked off we don't know why but there's this guy he's he hears garbage trucks and rushes out he's like oh shit it's it's trash day yeah, yeah. he wakes up next to a woman who is in full makeup it's his wife yeah who I mean, is I mean, in I would imagine that's his wife. full makeup uh-huh and she's it's just like well it's the trash whatever it's a movie yeah that's not a school bus at this hour. It's definitely the trash. They have not. They, they didn't stop doing that kind of shit until recently, <laughs> like right, where people right, right, right. kind of have very little makeup on instead of being fully. It's like dolomite all over again. Um, yeah, he full on believes it's the trash so much so that he carries out his trash bins without like actually being able to see that it's it's the dumpster deeds. Well, either way, he rushes out there, and, and I'm feeling like, wait a minute, they they kill him. You know, these guys are there to kill him, and and it's cool. Are they banking on him? You know, freaking out and rushing the garbage out. Uh, that that was that's my thought on that. I kind of got the impression, like when they roll up with the guns and everything, I kind of got the impression like they were going to drive up this man's driveway. So if they were going to storm not. and yeah, go yeah, in there yeah. either way. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, convenient for them. So they've killed that guy. And then the next guy, yeah. I forget how the next guy dies. There's only really, they kill two guys. There, there was it's... the car dealership, right? Oh. They, they kill three guys. That's important. Okay, oh. that's one of the few plot points I got. Oh, there they, was the guy on the boat. Exactly. Yeah. They kill a guy in the car dealership. Um, 
the guy just runs over him or whatever. It was such a cool action scene. He comes through the That's glass one of the guys? on top of a car. I didn't even put that together. Really? I didn't even put that together. That's yeah. part of the assassination. Yeah, there are three guys. Fuck me. That's why I'm thinking there's only two guys that died. <laughs> yeah. They come to him and it's like, oh yeah, two of your friends died. Um, and, and that's what happens. They say, they show up. He lives in some remote ass place in some weird ass random valley. And uh, he uh, they show up in on helicopter. On in helicopters? What the fuck am I trying to say? That you can't be know. on a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> you better not be. This is not MASH. Imagine, though. You're yeah, spinning yeah, yeah. around. Oh. Okay, okay. But before, they like... They pirouette in on the top of a helicopter. Right. And they land and tell him that his bros are being assassinated. Before we even get to that, we got to talk about this credit scene for, like, two seconds. Because oh. it has my favorite thing. Um... I am. I, I was not for this movie at all um, until Arnold shows up. And then I'm like, oh, thank God, a, a person that I know and care about. Yeah, we hear the music, credits start rolling. We just get some cuts, right? Yeah, and then like on top of the grand surprise that is Arnold being in this this terrible movie <laughs> thus far, it's adorable. He's like, he's hanging out with his daughter and they're yeah. like goofing around and everything. Um, they show them eating ice cream. And it is the same flavor. It's vanilla ice cream. And they swap flavors. And then he gets it all over his face. And it's straight up like balls to the walls. Looks like jizz. Uh huh. This is when my brain went, ah, yes. (laughs) Gay porn. Um, I mean, there's a child in there, so no, (laughs) I didn't didn't really go there. That's, that's. Okay, that's where it gets even weirder. He kisses her on the mouth. Oh, they the are mouth. kissing. On, they do it at least like three times. I it's think. so weird. It's disgusting. Um, I and, and I mean, that. like, no shame to families that do kiss on the mouth. However, this is an actress and an actor who is much, much older than her. They didn't have to do this for me to believe that they're like kisses best on buds. the cheek would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. Little um, give me a nuggy. I'm I'm a big fan of a nuggy in a movie. Wow, I don't think a nuggy. Nuggie. It's a nuggie. It's a nuggie. All right. Well, is that a regional thing? (laughs) I don't know. Emails need to be pouring in, guys, about that one. Please email us at look what you made me view at gmail.com. Tell us. I think it's nuggies. Nuggie or nuggie. It's a nuggie. It's a nuggie. All right. Moving on. (laughs) Um, And that's like the entire credit sequence. Yeah. It's a really cool um, montage of their relationship. It's helpful to know who we're about to um, be invested in. And we do get invested in them. They, I, oh, I yeah. love uh, this idea. And we watched this on Father's Day. We did. <laughs> yes. Important this was my to choice. talk about. Uh, I thought thematically this was a good pick. Um, this being the first episode of this new season here. Yeah. Um, it, it, it kind of pops off in a good way this is definitely something i have fond memories of and it just seemed appropriate father's day and he um his his daughter gets kidnapped (laughs) yeah does that hit different now that you're a dad of a daughter of course okay i barely even remember it being about kidnapping because i remember ray don chong uh, the way i remember it was she was the daughter Radon Chung. Yes. Yes. I remember her as the daughter. And then I see Alyssa Milano. I'm like, wait a minute. Is that a different movie now that I'm thinking of that they're even in together? Yeah. Well, and and then, you know, it it slowly came to me that, oh, yeah, this is a kidnapping thing. So he's going to bump into her eventually. And we'll get there. But um, Okay. Okay. The kidnapping goes down because Arnold hears them, and the the colonel or general, whatever the fuck he is, leaves security for for them. 
and instantly, yeah, the guys come up to kill him. Like the second the helicopter's gone, security has no idea. Arnold grabs a daughter. Boom. Yeah, Let's but go. then Arnie is like the sommelier of sweat. He smells them coming. Yeah, and <laughs> and he gets his daughter, and and they run away to go get shelter, but not before like one of the guards like immediately dies, and the other guy I think gets shot. He does because then Arnold gives him that advice about the wind, and he's like, right. "What are you talking about? You think I can smell these guys? I did." <laughs> it's yeah. Like, okay. Cool. Yeah, so cool. there's Arnold, another guy. Um, it's a hint he, of his badassery, though. That's that, like, you know, hey, this guy's really... Uh, he's good. Really keen on this... Really uh, good. ...action shit. Yeah, I'm so much more for that than for, like, a bunch of guys saying, oh, yeah, have you heard of this guy? Like, he's such a badass. And then we eventually meet the badass. This is way cooler, right? We see him in action, and we are learning about him while enjoying the action. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. But we do have our first punctuated moment with the general there of like video game esque summaries and uh, setup because it's so much information condensed into a tiny part of the movie. Oh, yeah. So uh, they grab his daughter and head off in uh, their trucks, and he finds out that his truck is sabotaged, of course. Uh-huh. Um, I think it has brakes. No, they cut the brakes. No brakes or anything. Okay. But it can't, can't start, start nothing. as well. Yeah, yeah. They, they fucked it all up. Just in case. Because they know he's a he's a maniac and he'll, you know, do whatever. Right. And that's exactly what he does. He hops in this thing <laughs> and just rides <laughs> it like a damn bullet. Uh, just bouncing and flopping around. Going down the Unlike mountain. Unlike a bullet. Coming like an avalanche. <laughs> Came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> uh, it was more like a um, pachinko kind of deal because he's bouncing between trees and shit you know it could flip right and he is barreling towards his daughter who is in one of these vehicles yeah and this is the the first crazy ass stunt we see right yeah yeah it gets i mean we did see the car salesman die that was that was nuts but that was one of the craziest uh stunts of somebody getting hit um, I've ever seen because normally they'll like get hit and slide off to the side or something. This dude took that fucking car right, and just got wrecked. <laughs> it yeah. looks so convincing. Um, so the, the truck thing, uh, he's just barreling down the hill towards him and he knows the land. This is his property, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course he catches up to him. Flying like an avalanche coming yeah. down the mountain. It's pretty crucial, dude. Yeah. They smash into <laughs> each other. Which seems insane. He gets knocked unconscious. Yeah. And it's somewhere around this point in the movie when I realized that that um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's hair is a hedgehog um, with a badger in the back of it. It is so spiky in the front. He's got a weird pseudo mullet. And on the sides. But then in the back, it is like combed down. Yeah, it's the the back of a... um uh, schoolboy's picture day head. Uh-huh, but the front <laughs> is like the asshole kid who makes spitballs. Yeah. It, it's not a great look. He's also wearing um, an excessive amount of blush and brown eyeliner in the beginning of this film. What's wrong with that? Uh, absolutely nothing. Live his beautiful. Nothing at all. Um, it just <laughs> doesn't seem like the look that they were going for at the time. He's got the Let's look. get back to the movie. Um, they kidnap him, and then we get, okay, argument number two for why this is actually a gay film. The poo one. Um, the poo one. 
He is a straight up bondage style strapped to a table with like chains and rope. And these yeah. guys are just talking to him, like giving him the rundown, right? They're monologuing. They're telling him like why they're killing off all of his friends and, and they kidnapped him. Yeah. And we get um, introduced to a person we've seen already, right? Yeah. Uh, we think he's dead. The guy from Bennett. the boat. Bennett. Bennett. His name is Bennett, and we saw him die. But when we saw him die, we saw him get on a boat and say, hey, yeah, no no problem with that. Mm-hmm. And then we see him here, and he's like, oh, yeah. Right. And um, very heavy uh, Aussie villain type um, voice. Anytime we meet someone new, um, I write down a little note so I remember who these characters are. I wrote Bennett, sassy muscle shirt. Is that a muscle shirt? I don't know. Okay. So it is like a muscle tank top. Yes. But it looks like it's like metal. So, okay. This is very important. This is one of the things that I remember the most about Mm. this is this character. Yeah. I full on thought it was actual like chainmail metal when I was a kid. And I thought that was a cool part of his character. What good because of things like G.I. Joe, and I swear to God, mm-hmm. I had a G.I. Joe figurine uh-huh. um, that had like a little chainmail type thing on him, and it, I thought that was so fucking cool. I mean, like chainmail, cool, but like what good is a tank top going to do? To see that this is basically like somebody crocheted this motherfucker's shirt <laughs> yeah. is so disappointing. I'm so sorry. Like, uh, it's rough to realize how shoddy this motherfucker's costume is. I'm so sorry this has hurt you so much, but brought me so much joy. You know what he looks like? What? He looks like the people that do the live action Mortal Kombat shit. Yeah. But like what they're actually dressed like, <laughs> not what they look like in the game. Right, right. <laughs> Right. It's like the shitty, like, yeah, yeah. Just slap it together reality. and then we'll put the yeah paint over it kind of deal. Yeah, audience, I just want to let you know Ryan is using sassy finger finger. He's like he's waving it all around. Yeah, he's letting the people know. <laughs> um, yeah, on top of that, he's got like an old school daddy mustache, which I am digging. Like he, he it looks, works. He looks gross. He does look like a dad. He looks like a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Oh, man. No, I think this guy's from Philly. I really do. I think this guy's from Philly. I don't think he's a Pittsburgher. He looks like um, Bobby Hill if he was Australian and 41. <laughs> okay. Okay. I like that. That's that's actually pretty good. Um, yeah. He looks like Danny McBride <laughs> if he fell in a gutter. <laughs> no, he looks like Danny McBride from Philly. Yeah. That is exactly this guy's whole MO. But he's Australian. Am I correct here? Clearly. Is the actor Australian? I would Do imagine. I don't think yeah. he's putting on airs here. I think this is a, a, a very clear um, him being him type thing. I mean, it really makes me want to know. Um, yeah. It's too, na- it's too natural for him. He doesn't seem like a very good... Um, God, I don't want to say that. Um, I am not a fan of his acting style, um, and that mean? is me nicely saying. What does that mean? What do you mean his acting, acting style? Let's talk no, about that. What the I fuck does that mean? It's a little over the top. Oh, okay. you think? I do. <laughs> I, I really do. And I think he makes some choices. You think he could have been in over the top as one of the other arm Oh, he could have been an extra in over yeah, the top. Yeah, let's, sure. let's put this motherfucker in every other movie. Oh, my I God, think, seriously. I think he is perfect yeah. as an 80s villain. I do, too. Um, put if, him in Mad Max movies. It's nothing else because people in the 80s were terrified of gay culture. 
Um, which is so sad. This movie is so gay. Okay. Because they have like a fight in a mall. Oh, okay. 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 We're going to get to that. So, um, they have the daughter kidnapped. They take Arnold onto a plane. Yeah. And uh, it's two guys taking him onto the plane. Well, we haven't discussed why this is happening yet. Oh, okay. Sure. Go, go, the, go, The go. deal is, the reason they didn't just straight up murder him is they faked Bennett's death, obviously, mm-hmm. to help him participate. That was just another, like, thing to say. You know, they could have just killed two of them. I don't know why Bennett's got to die, too. That's kind of weird. Um, Because maybe the captain, Captain Kurt. Captain Captain Kirby, maybe Captain Kirby would have gone to Bennett and been like, yo, your friend got captured. Can you come help out? This is why I assumed that they went around killing all of his homies. Because then Arnold would have said, um, well, let's go get Bennett and go after these motherfuckers. Right, yeah. Yeah, That is the only justification I can find as to why these people felt the need to kill all of his homies if their whole intent was just to kidnap Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, we find out that Bennett was part of the team and got kicked out, and that's yeah. why he's mad at Arnold. So that's some real dumb shit right there. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a baby. Uh, so I hate that part of it. And, and that's not how I, you know, I don't really remember how it worked. You know, when I was a kid, I didn't care about that. I just knew they fought, right? He was right, a bad right. guy. That's it's a good the guy. result of men who need therapy not going and getting therapy. That's that's yeah. what's going on here. He but, has no resolution with the fact that he got kicked out, so he yeah. turns evil. And he wants to kill him, but he's got to be complacent in this um, overlord, I guess. Uh, he's some displaced, um, uh, what do you call him, like president, I guess, of, yeah, of whatever yeah. this country um, is. The U.S. went in and they removed him from power and put in this Along other president. Along with Schwarzenegger, like he, he helps in this, right? Right, right, right. So the idea is... They know that the current leader is friendly with Arnold. Go there, act friendly, kill him, so I can be back in power. That's right, the yeah. idea. That okay, the, yeah. and the ransom is, you know, his daughter. Um, so that that's the plan. He's supposed to get on a plane, as you were saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's with these two guard guys. One is like a Casey Neistat lookalike, but a little, yeah, a little tiny Casey. I hate the comparison because I like Casey. I hate this guy. He's immediately you mean, you're, you're all, I know you're gross. only referring to to that visually. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then the other guy is one of the only people of color in the entire movie, and he's wearing a safari hat. Yeah. Why? And a, and a pretty loud shirt as well. And a Hawaiian shirt. That's the thing. They're supposed to be flying low, and this guy is in a red Hawaiian shirt and a safari hat. It couldn't look more different. Like, um, th- this is crazy. Uh, yes. th- these people would never travel together. Yeah, so we get the lowdown. Like, uh, you get on this flight. If you don't get off this flight, like, I'm going to know. Right? Yeah. If I don't get that phone call, I'm going <laughs> to know. Um, so the uh, shorter villain stays put. The guy with the safari hat gets onto the plane. They're riding first class. Arnold asks for, like, a blanket and a pillow. Yeah. And then immediately kills the other guy. Yeah, he does a really slick, uh, like, I'm going to go reach down to grab something and adjust my seat, and then elbows the shit out of his face, and then breaks his neck. Right, and this just solidifies the idea that nobody in this movie can hear. They didn't hear the gunshots from the dump truck guys. They didn't hear... um, 
other gunshots that were happening. They didn't hear the conversation that was had at the airport. Many of us have been on aeroplanes. They did not hear this guy get his neck snapped. Like, that just They sounds... were not in first class. Do you think that mm-hmm. a 200 plus, uh, like 250 plus pound man mm-hmm. uh, plus another 250 pound plus man behind you mm-hmm. effectively doing like wrestling moves would go unnoticed? No. No, I don't. And in front of, well, in front of you wouldn't matter because I think they were against like a wall, right? Right, sure. They were in the back row. So that's the yeah. only thing that saves that that factor. But um, God, it, there's rows beside them? Yeah, they hit the chair in front of them. Um, snaps this guy's neck and my mind goes to, okay, they established it's an 11 hour flight. Arnold has to sit next to a dead guy for 11 hours? That's what we're thinking. That's what I'm thinking. But no. Thank God, no. He dips, okay? Yep, has 11 hours. So he the plan here is has 11 hours to get to his daughter. Right. So uh, because when the guy lands, they're going to sc- discover he's dead, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Feels like uh, the show 24. How's he getting off the plane? God, in the coolest way ever. Pretty fucking awesome. And he's I do like, remember this part. Yeah, he's kid, all yeah. like, I got to go to the bathroom, the, host- uh, the hostess. That was terrible. The stewardess, um, oh, also bad. Um, <laughs> the the flight attendant is like, yo, get Nailed back. Uh, thank you. The flight attendant is like, yo, get back in your seat. We got to go. And he's like, nah, man, I got air sickness. Big problem with Bitch, this movie. They're not even in the air. And he's like, I got air sickness. Well, no, I think he was just saying like his stomach was fucked up. But either way, we he both says, had we both had a reaction air sickness of and it's funny. We both had a reaction of you'd never get away with this right now. It's like, no, no. Get back, Get back in your fucking seat. In your seat. Uh, right. So he hides out in there, and then he dips out to the wheel well, uh, or I guess that's what it's called. The, the wheel, wheel well? Wheel area. But the landing gear. The, the, where wait, the wheel wait, comes wait, wait, wait. out. Yeah, the landing wheels. It's, yeah, there's yeah. he's down there. God damn it. We are not pilots. <laughs> he's down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah, he goes down there. Uh-huh. And then um, he's hanging from this motherfucker, and we're just like... It's too fast. Like you they're not in taxi mode any anymore. I'm they're telling like you guys, this is so so much fun to watch because of that. There are like really fun tense moments in yeah. this. Um, we're spoiling them all for you. Haha. Ha. So if you haven't so seen st- this movie, we just spoiled probably. What are you doing? The the first craziest moment. I say that, but there's probably something before that. Right. Uh, sure. Um, he's hanging from the wheel. The plane is going like 80 an hour, getting ready to take off. Shit's happening. He jumps off of the wheel and lands in sharp plant water that is shallow as hell. And I am concerned for his and safety. And it's, it's like really thick um, bamboo type uh, grass. It's like that thick shit that would possibly cut you up and shit if you landed yeah. in it. And you can tell they, they patted it down. You, this is prepared for that stunt. But still, like how, how do you... <coughs> How do you prepare all the way for something like that? I don't know. The stunt crew in this movie is banging. That's all I got to say. Arnie's on the ground. I think they're nuts. I think yeah. I think guys are just trying shit. I think they're going crazy with it. Yeah. Uh, Which I, yeah. it looks like they're probably having fun. It's that you know, I I wouldn't imagine that people are forcing them. These guys uh they might be thinking of this stuff on the spot. What can we do? You know. Right. It right. seems like they they are definitely playing around a bit. Having a good time. Yeah. Okay, so we get back into the airport. Arnold's got to sneak in there, and he's going to go follow the other guy. Um, This guy, not knowing 
the man, the myth, the legend, is creeping on Tommy Chong's daughter. And she's like, nah, not cool. And she rolls out. And she gets in her car. This guy, like, followed her out there. And I'm immediately, like, tense. You know, they've got tension in here for, like, every walk of life. And I appreciate yeah. that shit. Yeah. Like, he follows her out to her car. It's really creepy. She uh, shoes him away. And he leaves. But then, like, just when she thinks that she has evaded danger, Arnie shows up and he's like, dude, I'm going to take your car. He doesn't just show up and say anything. He fucking rips a seat out of a car. Yeah. Because uh, it's a tiny little car. And um, I guess the idea there is he needs to hide, but he doesn't hide that well. He really doesn't. Um, but yeah, he he invokes a new form of harassment and um, trauma on her, which is just like for his, you know, I understand he's got a reason for this, but fuck, dude, that sucks. He kidnaps a woman yeah. so he can find a kidnapped He's putting woman. someone else through what his daughter is going through. Exactly. It, it's fucked up all the way across the board. Um, They follow the guy to the mall because you can't have an 80s movie without a mall. True. And this is the most true. packed mall I've ever seen in my life. It's like they went out and about in the town and they were like, yo, we're going to shoot a movie. That's all we had to do back in the day. Who man. do you want? Uh, yeah. Do you want to be an extra? And and the whole town showed up. It's so busy and it's so bright. And there are like seven floors. It's insane. Like I went to the mall as a kid. But by the time I went to the mall, it was like not as popular. Yeah, I feel like I stopped going around 93, 94. I would still go occasionally to get stuff, but mm -hmm. I wasn't hanging out there. I, it didn't seem like anybody hung out there anymore. Like the theater, what? There, I don't know that they had a movie theater really much longer after at that. Our, at our local... We mall. had a we had a movie theater in the mall. I know. I went and saw movies there. Oh, cool. As a okay. kid. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I know. And, and that was a great element of the mall to me. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It was very fun. They, you know, shit just died down. Absolutely. The interranet. The internet mm -hmm. brought us all closer together. Netflix. And churl. He follows him there um, to a mall. They follow him to a mall mm -hmm. in, in the rackety ass car with no, only one seat now. <laughs> yeah. And the idea is she he wants her to go. He you know, he explains it to her there, right? Like mm -hmm. my daughter's kidnapped, please help me. Right. Go in there, hit on the guy, get him over here. I'll take take care of it from there. Right. Um. So essentially, pimping her out. Yeah. He he <laughs> says like, uh, make him think that you're crazy about yep, him. Yep. Say that you yeah you're crazy about him. Yeah. It, you it was just put yourself in danger so uh, I can get my daughter out of danger. It's very weird. Like. It's difficult to root for a hero when they're doing stuff like that. At this point in the movie, it is really difficult. I don't think at the time this seemed bizarre to anyone. You know, I, I can imagine people, although this is rated pretty poorly online, mm -hmm. um, I think in its era, I think this is a pretty normal, fashionable movie. This is fine the way all of this is happening. Yeah, it fits in line with a lot of other stuff. That, yeah. yeah, And it's a precursor to a lot of themes and things that, he does in other movies. Right. So the uh, the shit goes down. I mean, it's just not going to work. She doesn't want to participate, so she um, tells some security guards what's happening. They try to fight him. He starts fighting them. Of course, the villain sees him, st starts to run. 
Arnie kicks everybody's ass, gets to the villain who is trying to call, make the fucking call. Uh-huh, and say, like, trigger. hey, yeah. he's not on the plane. Exactly. Right, 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 right. Arnie picks the damn phone booth up. Uh-huh, now, yeah. These aren't your traditional phone booth, mind you, but they are still, like, this big black tube that's smaller in, you know, diameter, I think, but, but like, it's taller than a normal. Deco. Yeah. yeah, it's really weird looking. Um if if you're into guitars or stuff, uh, it's like Dan Electro made a phone booth. Yes. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, that's so a good way to put it. Okay, he picks yeah. the whole fucking thing up. Uh-huh. He shakes it first. Yeah, <laughs> shakes yeah, yeah. the shit out of it. And then picks it up and slams it. It's so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, how does he get away from him at that point? I don't know. Um, the mall cops show up and... Oh, yeah, that's right. And rough him up and everything. Um, and then the woman decides that she's, like, now Team Arnie and she lets him get away and she, like, helps him get away. I'm not really sure what sparks her turn there. Other than, like, you know, my, one of the theories here is Stockholm Syndrome. Right, sure. So she, she almost feels so threatened, like, oh, look what he's doing to everyone else. I could never escape this. I might as well participate. Ooh. Wow. Okay, that's getting deep. Because yeah, otherwise, wow. why is she doing this? I have no idea. She could have gotten away right there. Yeah, I think it's because she saw how the other guy was reacting to seeing Arnold not oh, on a plane. That's what it is. He says something. Okay. Because Arnold kind of whatever his summary was and whatever he said to her up until that point, there's something that the uh, the little uh, tiny nice that says mm-hmm. um, thermostat. Can we call this him thermostat? Is too rude to Casey. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> even if people even know who that is. Yeah. I mean, I would hope so, but I would uh, hope so. Yeah. So they <laughs> he says something. I'm sorry that we can't remember it, guys, but uh mm-hmm. he says something that uh cues her, I think, at that point to, to co- let her to, know it's to real. confirm, right? Right, right. Yeah. Well, all goes awry, still uh gets away. Gets in a car, they get back in her car, start going after him. Yeah. Um, is this where they go after him and he starts hitting the car or whatever? And then he ends up dangling this guy over the cliff. Is that what we're talking yes, about? Yes, there's, okay, a, there's okay. a fight. There's like a car fight where they're yeah. slamming up against him. He's shooting at them, which he definitely should have hit them 18 times. Or like taking out a tire. Something. Come but on. It, it, was, it was madness uh, to watch that. Again, part of the tension is like... This wouldn't work like this. It's kind of frustration and right, tension right, right. Uh, intertwined. Yeah. So um, they ultimately knock him over, and they, when they knock him over, their car just goes straight into a fucking pole. Like, right. No, but she's no regard fine. for what they're do- like. They're they're just happy that they knocked him over or something. They're not going to worry about driving after that. But the woman who is not sitting in a chair, very is important, totally to fine. Arnie is driving and mm-hmm. she is in the chairless side, mm-hmm. which must hurt like hell. But they hit a pole. There's mm-hmm. no way in hell she's not dead. No, no way. Definitely not. I don't think he's alive. Uh, but she's definitely okay. yeah in critical condition at the very least mm-hmm. because she has no seatbelt, no seat, two belt. No. And would have flown toward the window, I would Everybody's dead. Like, everybody's dead. So, and that leads me to my first theory about this movie, which is they are both dead at this point, and the rest of the movie is some sort of fever dream uh, hallucination uh, while they're dying. (laughs) This is so much about us. I think that this movie is actually, like... um softcore porn you think that this movie is an existential jacob's Mm ladder-esque film Mm -hmm. i love it i love it yeah um 
Then we get to one of my favorite bits where he is just dangling the bad guy over a cliff by his ankles. And he said something earlier, like, I'm going to kill you last. Yeah, because he's setting it all up. He's like, oh, yeah, you you know, fucking I know all this, whatever, but I'm going to kill you last. And here he is dangling him. And the guy's believing. You said you weren't going like, to yeah, kill me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said you were going to kill me last. I remember that. And he goes, I lied. And he drops him. Is ah. Arnold in this room? Oh, my God. Yeah. Did Arnold just step yeah, in? Yeah, that was Arnold. What just happened? Uh-huh, yeah. Whoa. That was him. He came Damn. by. Very cool. How did you do Say that? Say hi, Arnold. Hello. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see him, but I hear him clear he's as day. Here. He's here, right? Um, he's in our hearts. Everybody, always. always, guys, we can kind of jump ahead here. This is all preparation now. We know what's happening. He's going. He's going to find them. But the way this comes together is so like CSI and bizarre that they are. It's detective work, right? There's weird that they raid a uh, like a surplus store. They take a bunch of shit. They oh, get they, arrested. Yeah, they, they try to bust into a store with a fucking um, like. What do you call it? A plow type thing. A bulldozer bulldozer. type. Yeah. And um, that is very conveniently placed and also has its keys. It makes no sense to me why you would go that far when you could have just broken the window with something smaller. But they drove into the front of a building with a bulldozer. Smash bricks. The fuck, man? Why? Maybe it's because it's a a military surplus store and he thought it might be like booby trapped or something. I don't know. I think too highly, I guess the people owning the military surplus store. They grab some shit. They get some shit, um, at least, but only he is taken away. Yeah. I'm not sure why. I'm just now realizing that because what happens is they're driving away with him Mm -hmm. and she follows. Yeah. And as she's following, she decides, oh, I'm going to go flirt with him to try to manipulate something. And I'm thinking, okay, good job. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But no. Why did she do that when she's just going to get close and then get behind them, pull out a rocket launcher? And shoot the van that her partner is in. Not why her partner. She... Like, why is she damaging public property for this person that she does not know? This but is crazy. Also, why did she bother showing Top Titty if she was just going to shoot a rocket at him? Like, what the fuck? I don't fuck? know, man. I don't know. What was the point of that? That was just how she gets... That's convoluted. Her... her... <laughs> bits that's how she gets her bits i don't know man it's weird maybe she wanted the last thing that they thought of to be top boob so if the cops take you away name them and i have a rocket launcher top boob the first thing i'm gonna think to do is grab said rocket launcher and you know just shoot it at the vehicle that you're inside of right definitely thanks <laughs> right i feel you're, so you're okay safe with that, right? yeah yeah i feel so safe thank you so um, that's what happens here no, and, and he so gets out crazy. they escape it's yeah. like the whole thing didn't need to happen right right we didn't need this we to didn't happen need this. at all but for some reason they were like we need to really iron out the fact that she is on board i think yes that yes yeah that and i also think they wanted to add some sexy but because they, otherwise that needs not to happen it needs not and I'm not sure why. Um, I did think for sure, though, like in the middle of my gay narrative uh, idea, um, that they were going to fuck at one point. And it's the fact that they didn't. There it sure seems like no it. gratuitous heterosexual relations in this. It's just Arnie in a Speedo or topless or, or in like a blazer and a half button down shirt. He treats her 
um, sort of like an object and sort of like one of his team. There is yeah. no sexuality to it at all. Right, right, right. There's also no in between there. Like he recognizes is... hers, of course, because he like rips her fucking blouse open to manipulate people. But um, yeah, they uh, they they don't have any chemistry in that in that regard. No, yeah. no, no. But no. they do seem friendly, and I'm cool with that. But also friendly, almost in a desperate way, though. You know, that's what that's what I mean. This is a Stockholm type thing, and and if this is if they are dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would have to get into the argument of would they share this hallucination? No, probably not. And right. who's which one is having this? Oh, she is. You think she's full on picturing this? This man is a going nightmare. I think you yeah. know. Um, this is a hell of sorts. No, it's awful. Her. It's awful. Um, where are we in the movie? So they end up getting a plane. They need to get more information. Yeah, or whatever. They, they beautiful mind the shit out of the discovery of where this place is. Okay, because yeah. it's just crazy how intricate they figure they, it's something about like the amount of gas that they need in order to get to a certain location. This is if this is a video game, this is a Kojima video game because the level of detail <laughs> in all of that shit. Yeah, um, it's just crazy. Again, another punctuated moment of intense um and dialogue and exposition yeah and it's like police knots if we're gonna continue the kojima reference here it's like police knots in that you have to look around this room to find all the clues to figure out where you need to go next literally everything is in that little room yeah right everything they need um, fun stuff they find the plane she apparently knows how to fly Okay, um, so... But has she, never flown a water... Right, she uh, knows how to fly, vessel. but she's never flown a vehicle that can land on water. Yeah. That seems bad. She's intimidated, yep. Right. And, and he is the Terminator. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's the Terminator. Not the, not the Intimidator. He's... Not the... He's the, the Terminator, Terminator. Not the uh, Intimidator. Right, 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 She is intimidated, though. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Glad we could clarify that Had for everybody. To. Had to. Um, yeah. Uh, it's my understanding that you have to take a lot of classes to fly a plane that can take off or land on water. And she's just like, yeah, I know how to fly a totally different type of plane. I guess I'll give this a go. Mm-hmm. Concerning. Um, they fly. They get to the island. And this is where I get really, really mad. Okay. So the plane that he was supposed to be on lands. And then we discover that it lands on the island that they have also flown to. I am so mad. He could have stayed on the plane. He did not have to involve this woman. Yeah. Again, another superfluous thing. Like, he could have killed the guy, gotten off, like, going, hey, he he here. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what he needed to do to fake even further to make, just get himself here because he's still in the nick of time. And they know he's here. The second he fucking starts murdering dudes, Red alert. So you might as well have just gotten there. Oh, that's the difference, though. Hmm. He can load up. Okay, sure. He loaded up, but um, the planes also arrive at around the same time. They do, yeah. How? Well, that's a coincidence because he should have gotten there much earlier if he hadn't been arrested. Yeah, because he wasn't on the plane that got there at the same time as him. That's what I'm confused about. that shit is just, uh, it, it drives me nuts to think that you could have done it that way. But no, again, I think the only reason for that is he has more control in this situation. He but does, yeah. Okay, he, yeah. He has partners, like, you know, he, he is with, um, what is her name? 
Um, Ray Don Chong's character. I fucking have no idea. But, um, you know, he's at least got a partner there and some strategy and some tools. So Fair I enough. get it. I get okay. it. Yeah, I'm I'm not too mad about He's that. He's so badass though. He could have very well just rolled up and like taken yeah, shit. Exactly. Um at least he has a getaway vehicle in this situation too. Yeah. Like if we're just adding Well, stats. he doesn't know how to fly the plane. And god damn it, he has Cindy. Cindy, the flight attendant who is taking pilot classes. <laughs> Good for Cindy. Um, he arrives in a Speedo. He is scantily clad in black underpants, and he boats out to the island. That's for Maria Shriver right there. Yeah? Yeah. What? The lady he married. Oh. That's for her. Oh, he married Maria Shriver? Is that her name? I didn't know Maria that. Shriver Kennedy, right? I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Good for her. Yeah. Right on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know that his daughter married uh, Chris Pratt. Oh, weird. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, he shows up and then he gets in full like G.I. Joe camo. Yeah. And I am fucking ready. See, okay. Uh, little he, kid Ryan is back into this movie. Right. He is a man getting into drag, going to war. Yeah. I love it. By himself. Yeah, by himself. This is it's a one man show. He man meets G.I. Joe. This is like one Ooh. one man he man Joe me. <laughs> <laughs> What he named Jomi? <laughs> Title of my sex tape. Whoa, really? Yeah. Gross. <laughs> I don't even know what that would what that would indicate to me I if know. I just heard I that know. randomly. I'm, I'm not just sure. thinking of like the He-Man impersonator that was on uh, Stern. He-Man impersonators club. Yeah, the He-Man impersonator. Is that like the He-Man woman haters club? Uh, no. Yeah. It's no not. extreme here. Um, yeah, so he goes in, full camo, guns blazing, and just starts blowing up buildings. Has no idea where his daughter is. Yeah. Just starts, like, Reckless. setting the place on fire. Yeah, we don't know. He, I mean, he could only have but so much information about, you know, where she she would be. It would be a general area, and he really right. is reckless about what he... Because he's got a rocket launcher. Yeah. But he's fucking tearing this place up. He's blowing the house down. He's blowing down the house. <laughs> there's, a, there's a pause there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was I was uh, thinking about how to make it another pun. Felt um, like a frisky dingo for a second. I tried. Uh, yeah, General uh, Captain Kirby gets called up. And I was like, oh, shit. Uh, he's been kidnapped, and also he's probably been taken to this island or whatever. Yeah, Ray Don Chong... Um, is ca is calling out, you know, and, yeah, and Cindy's everybody. sending out the word. Cindy, she's Cindy. Yeah. She got a Cindy out that word. She got a Cindy out the word. Interesting. Uh-huh, yeah. Cind well, no, that doesn't work at all. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, if you like action, um, like crazy 80s action, this mm -hmm. is the perfect part for you. This right. five minutes or more. If uh, you maybe just had a really bad day at work and you need to see something that is mindless and stupid, I recommend the action scene. Yeah, there's some pretty great uh, like guys like flailing, uh, you know, just like cheesy shit in this. Um, you know, it is murder, so it's really not that funny or cool, but somehow it is. I mean, just the acting in it is, is fun to watch. It's because it's so fake, right? Like, yeah, I, I, I'm not into gratuitous violence, but this is so over the top. Yeah, and I'm let's also reference it again. 
Yes. Thank you. Let's also note that um, they keep killing the same guys over and over again. I think it's like four right. or five guys. Yeah, they keep recycling <laughs> extra. I love it. Um, they recycled uh, the guy who was wearing a safari hat. They recycled his shirt mm-hmm. and they put it in a hotel scene, which we did oh, not yeah, talk yeah. about. But yeah. Um, I think that's probably, yeah, the best part of that action scene is you start to realize, oh, man, that was the guy. That, that guy just died three seconds ago. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And so. he's back for more. Yeah. Um, crazy, but all during this time, Bennett has discovered that, um, Jenny has left the building. She escaped. Right. She finds, she's been working on a way to get out of that room. Um, I guess her father has trained her pretty well and she gets out. Like by the time they break into the door, realize she's locked it and all this shit, Mm -hmm. she's gone. Yeah. But she is gone towards... Uh, the basement, like the steam room? No, she hears Bennett coming after her and she just like takes an exit. Oh, but unfortunately, right. it's to the basement. Basement, and which, you know, there's a steam room effectively. Right. Going. Bennett is just going after her with a knife. He's like, okay, Arnold's here. I'm going to kill the daughter. He's so inappropriate with that knife. Oh, my God. He holds that it's shit. gross. Yeah, it makes you like fear for his fingers. Yes. Well, I mean, I fear for his fingers in very many ways. I'll just put it that way. Absolutely. Yeah, he gross. Okay, okay. So Arnold, like, hears his daughter, freaks out, runs after her, and he's, like, trying to find her in the spoiler room, but Bennett's also there, and he sneaks up, mm-hmm. and he grabs the daughter. Yeah. And then voodoo happens. <laughs> okay. Arnold hypnotizes well we have we have a shooting scene um so arnold has to back down because he's been shot right then it's got the gun and he's he's intent to kill him at this point right yeah he's like i got the daughter you better come out here so i can shoot you in the face right or no i'm not gonna shoot you in the face i'm gonna shoot you in the that's when he says the line right and then arnold somehow hypnotizes bennett into saying that um he doesn't want the gun and he doesn't want the daughter. Mm-hmm. He wants to fight him like a man. You know you're good or better with that <laughs> knife than you are the gun. You need to fight me without the gun. <laughs> Is that how it worked? Yeah, man. Yeah. Arnold showed back up in the room. That's crazy. Look at that. Um, that was just my impression of Arnold. No, Arnold was like actually here, I think. Early. Yeah, I mean, right. He sounded exactly like him. <laughs> that was just me. Stop. Yeah. Just stop. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Uh I'm not sure how to jump into the weirdness that is their fight scene. Um, you mean the the Mortal Kombat scene of this movie? Yes. Yeah. It's steamy. It's hot. They're Bro, sweaty. It's not steamier for anybody than that man with a quilt on his chest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He must have been burning his ass off. Oh, my God. Speaking of burning your ass off. Pop's wearing a sweater to the pool. Yeah. There's parts where um, they they open a furnace lid, and, and he's uh-huh. holding it. Okay, and like yeah, using yeah. It. And they're, like, pushing each other into the fire or whatever to, like... And then holding his head, like, just holding the goddamn thing would sear you so would fiercely. Would be so hot. But right. then, you know, yeah, they're, they're putting their faces near it and all this shit, and it's like, God damn, dude, no. 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 No, none of it's real. But it's Mortal Kombat. So, yeah, I mean, in Mortal Kombat, there's like one move that instantly would kill you in real life. But, yeah, you keep moving on because there's 60 seconds left. Right, definitely. They end up straight up wrestling on the floor in a big old sweaty heap of man. And um, 
You sound so turned on by this. I am. <laughs> okay, I am. There's something about this. Arnold ends up getting a hot, steamy pipe and shoving it into Bennett. Wow. Okay. Way to put that. Thank you. But yes, intense. It's still steaming uh, as right, right, right. It <laughs> is in his body. in his chest yeah. and steam is coming out of it. This pipe that Arnold just touched with his bare hand and is totally fine. I mean, hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Crazy shit, man. Um, yeah. He gets his daughter back, whatever. They they find Cindy and they get uh, in a plane and they go. Well, it's, it's a funny-ass scene, the buildup, because of how the guy reacts, how he turns from like, I'm going to kill you, I've got you finally, and then, oh, no, I don't need this gun. I'm going to get you. Right, yeah. Yeah, he just fucking loses his shit. I love shit. it. I love it. He goes over the top. <laughs> Why are we saying I don't know. It's been a while since we've seen that movie. There are two movies that we watch on a semi-regular basis. It's Roadhouse and Over the Top. Not true at all. <laughs> we watch them yearly. Yeah, the the he kills the guy. And um, of course he did. So that's pretty much it. There's very little that happens. Grabs the homegirl. They walk down to the beach and uh, the general's there. Captain, what the fuck? Captain Kirby. Kirby. Kirby's there. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll call you next time and all this shit. Um, There's not going to be a next time. Right. As he said. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah. yeah. There's always a next time. time. And um, then he looks around, sees Radon Chong. And I'm not sure what that means. Yeah. I'm not sure what that means. Is he like, oh, cool, you're my new partner. Or maybe just new family, something like that. But either way, he's like, not this time or something, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like... No. Not a chance. Not a chance. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, if nothing else, like this is our first time watching an Arnold movie for our podcast. Which is so fucking shocking. shocking. And I don't know that I have any others, actually. I mean, of course, I've seen them all, but... um, Right, but we've seen a lot of them yeah, together. Yeah, we would have seen most of the ones um, Like twins already and or the together. one where he's yeah. a mom and a dad. Yeah, yeah. Um. Excuse me, the one where he's pregnant. Have you seen Twins? Yeah. I mean, but see, I don't love that. I don't like that movie that much, so that that one wouldn't count. But yeah, no, I've either seen way, Twins. This sure. this is a um this is fun to finally have an Arnold movie. Um, I know. So I got to um use my Arnold impression. He got to come by and visit. We got to hear "I'll Be Back." Yeah, we did because that that's apparently in every film. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. It's good stuff, man. I love this one, and I still love it. Um, I loved it, and I still love it. Cute. Okay. Well, that leads us to yeah. the highlights and the lowlights. What are your highlights here? You got any highlight of the film? I do indeed. Um, the highlight for me, and I'm uh, upset that we talked about it already, but the phone booth, when he yeah. shakes the guy inside the phone booth, it's like the funniest part of the whole movie for me. <laughs> like just the reactions and everything, everything that's going on around him. It's hysteric. And the fact that this phone booth is so deco, it's over the top. It is so decorated. Weird, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like choices were made totally. on set. Totally. Um, I love it. You know, it's it's what you want from Arnold. Like silly Arnold faces plus strength. For real. Yeah. Yeah, that's the formula for Arnold. Well then, low light. Oh boy. Okay, so my low light is the part which is very close to the phone booth scene. 
where he says to Cindy, pretend that you're crazy about him. Yeah. Like one, it leans heavily into stereotypes that women are crazy about men. Boy crazy. And then two, he is asking her to put herself in, in harm's way when he's trying to save his daughter. It, it just kind of like, mm, it ruined the movie a little bit for me. Yeah. You know, if that wasn't there, I could root for Ernie all the way. But it's the fact that he goes crazy like this. There I go using that word. But um, he he goes too far here. He goes way too far, and he does not understand what he's asking this woman to do. No, he doesn't even think about it. It is again. I keep saying reckless, and it's so true. He's just so reckless. But that's. That's why these movies are fun. Right, we're blowing shit He comes shit up. in like a wrecking ball. Yeah, that's what he do. Alrighty, hey man, give me your highlights and lowlights. What's your highlight for the film? Yo, well, I think what I like the most about this is... Yo, everybody, I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. This is one of the greatest music videos of all time. One of the greatest music videos of all time. Yeah, so that was California by Hawk Nelson. That was the whole state. Yeah, that, that was the entire state. Um, so uh, we talked a lot in season one about um uh, like uh, Christian bands and how I was exposed solely to Christian bands for the longest time. We also talked about Christian Bale and how I've been exposed to Christian Bale for a long time. I thought that was how you exposed yourself to Christian Bale for a long time. I did that as well. Okay. Um, yeah, this is one of those Christian bands um, that I listened to and and loved as a little kid, it's I thought they overt- were so cool. Yeah, it's not overtly Christian. I don't know that I can tell they're a Christian band. No, 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 no. I think they're with like Capitol Records or, or like some bigger record company. So they have normal music and then they have very religious music. Normal music. Normal music. Right. Like not Jesus is my boyfriend music. That's the most normal music you could get. Right. Yeah. Um, But this is kind of fun because I wanted to bring this band to the table uh, after you sent me an article that was the lead singer from this band saying, Church, I'm out. I did not realize it was this band. Yeah, um, it's kind of crazy. He, uh, the lead singer, and I think all the other members of the band are kind of like out of the church and they're not um, believers, as it were. What did you think of this music video? I didn't think a, a whole lot. What was I supposed to think about? Uh, um, other than trying to figure out what the hell the point of it was, right? Um, they're just ca- they're going to California, I guess. They are, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. The point of it. They're in school, and then they're not. It's an you know, I'm indifferent to it. I don't really hate this. I'm not put off by it. I don't enjoy it that much. It's not that bad. I guess I could see. Um, music is weird like that. Every, all art is weird like that. You really, if you're not exposed to anything else, it's easy to like things that aren't great. Right, yeah, yeah. When this is like uh, the most secular thing you're exposed to is a song yeah. about California. But it's still well done mm-hmm. 
in some way. You know, it's well produced, I suppose. But um, yeah, it's, so the, in it's that, goofy. Yeah, in that way, I think you know, good job, guys. Um, your hard work paid off, and you made exactly what you wanted to make. I guess. Uh, right. Right. I think they did anyway. I don't know. Uh, it's not for me. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. It's not for me. I have not listened to this song in like 15 years. And I definitely haven't watched the music video for this in like 15 years. So it's weird coming back to it and seeing like, I, I enjoyed this. Okay. I, I liked this at one <laughs> point. Like, that's cool. And it's so hard to find. Like any um, music videos... Um, from this band and another band that we played in season one, um, it's very hard to find their earlier or very, very religious music videos because they've just scrapped them. They're like no longer on the internet. Um, and that's cool. Like that's their choice and everything, but it makes it difficult for me to do a podcast. <laughs> okay. So what's your highlight from this music video? I... Take your time. Have to. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, I can remember the melody. I can remember the hook. Oh yeah. Um, I'll have to give it that. It's catchy. It is. Yeah. 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 It gives yeah. you the the chorus a couple of times. That's yep. nice. What's your low light? It is bland as hell. Um. This is the mayonnaise of music. It's, yeah, I don't have anything that I can get from this. Right. Yeah. And stop with the California songs. Yes. Stop. There are too many. So, yeah, that's the low light there. Stop. Full agreement. Stop I love California. it. Um, yeah, okay, cool. How about yourselves? All right, so my highlight is coordinated snapping down a, a high school hallway. So this choreography, yeah, you know, they, they tried. These, these guys try but to get in order. But it's so bad. Um, but it's but just it's adorable. It's so rare. They're just like, they're snapping along, walking down a hallway. I think there's a lot of Blink-182 type um, inspirations here as far as being silly. Oh, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, wardrobe and all. Yeah. That too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know what? Speaking of wardrobe, that's my low light. Um, okay. The drummer is wearing a um, Nightmare Before Christmas t-shirt. Oh, yeah. and, and like, why? why? Why is that the flex that you show in your music video? It's his edge. He's yeah. His edge. Yep. Like the edgiest thing that he's got going on is a Nightmare Before Christmas shirt. Hey. Better than the other fools. Yeah. Plebs. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's definitely the more judgmental cat in, the, in that group. He, he is to be judged or he is judging? I think he's the most judgmental. Or God will judge him. Only God can judge him. He got that Miley Cyrus vibe. Only God <laughs> can judge him. Guyly Cyrus. All right. Well, thank you for watching this music video with me. We will never watch it again. Thank you for that. I hope to never hear this song again. But thank you. to this, I'm going to Marie Kondo this. Thank you. Now go away. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Back to our regular program after this little break. Later. Ah! 
Yo, uh, highlight of this movie. Gosh, there's Please. several things I would like to talk about. I mean, I'll try <laughs> to keep it quick here so I can just kind of um, allude to some, but highlight, you know, specifically highlight one thing. Mm -hmm. The chainsaw to biceps cuts in that montage at the beginning. I mean, that's just crazy. Oh, my God. You see when a chainsaw blade and then it cuts right to his big old man titty and then back and forth. And, back, and then, and then to a bicep that is holding an entire fucking tree. Yeah, biceps, bicep, and 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 then this huge chunk of tree. Yeah, it's in, insane. Oh uh, well, they make really crazy faces as you as you noted. Um, I do enjoy basically that. like O faces while they're fighting. Bennett and Arnie. Enjoyable. Yes. But ultimately, um, his dad jokes, his attempt at dad joking. Aww. He has a joke, and we have we didn't really talk about this. You're you're so supportive of the uh, you know narrative being um, this focus on this hyper homosexual narrative yeah. that you believe is happening here. Yeah. Okay. Um, there is a scene very early on where he's reading the paper, and he says, mm -hmm. "Why don't they just call him Girl George?" Right. And it's like, okay, Arnold. <laughs> Calm down, we, Dad. We get it. Um, but Pull it's weird. Bridges and, and, and then he says something like, save him a bunch of trouble, save everybody a bunch of trouble. I don't know. I, I don't even know what that means. Right, 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 right. Let's, let's make um, the gender and sexuality spectrum more simple. It screams homophobic. Public. And right. It, and it's, it's weird, but it's also hilarious. Like... Why are they putting that in there? They there's no, this movie does not touch on anything politically really otherwise other than you know war stuff. You you really oh, yeah, could oh, yeah, you yeah, one yeah. could argue this is all based on um po you know American um just influence uh, all over the globe and pol trying to police the globe like that. Mm -hmm. That's kind of you know the this is a symptom of all of that. So yeah, um, but they don't speak of it. No, it's no, no, an no. action. American foreign policy is not discussed. But here. then he brings in gender roles and sexuality shit. But so. I did like um, the one dad joke he gives when um, he's walking back to the car to see Cindy after having dropped a man off a cliff. Oh yeah. Cindy's like, uh, "What happened to the guy?" And he goes, "I let him go." <laughs> yes. There's like, also yeah. <laughs> there's also uh, somebody says, "What's in it? You don't want to know." Yes, I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Is that the sandwich thing that happens at the beginning yeah. where she like made him a sandwich oh, and right. he's like, what's in the sandwich? Oh, and no, that's she's her. like, you don't want to know. Yeah, she says you don't want to know. Like, bitch, yeah, so I, I do. Like, Maybe I do. A man who cares that if, much if, about his body wants to know what's in the sandwich. If our daughter, now our daughter's like not even four years old, yeah. uh, made us a sandwich, I would want to know what's in it. Oh, right. right and right, I'm right. trying to determine now the age in which that's going to change. Never. Yeah, we'll see. If she's never. a little prankster. Yeah, I never. don't care if she is 50. <laughs> I am checking my sandwich. All right, so low lights of the film. Low light uh, being, um, I think there's just silly stunts where like I find it's too dangerous and that made me uncomfortable. Then that's the dad coming out of me watching this on Father's Day. Um, but yeah, ultimately yeah. the low light for me. I can't complain too much about this movie. Mm-hmm. But if somebody could please just say motherfucker correctly, <laughs> no one in this movie. It's like they hesitate. Right. They use a different voice. I, it's so bizarre that nobody can say present that word. Give me That's some, so easy. Um, give me some examples. Motherfucker. <laughs> Don't move, motherfucker. Motherfucker. Scared, motherfucker. 
Okay. Like just lazily saying it. Yeah. Like not meaning it. It right. shouldn't come out of your mouth if you're not going to use it right. Yeah. And these guys, there it's like three or four instances of people saying it. Terrible. Yeah, not great. Um, I, I'm in agreement there. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Fuck you, asshole. Fuck you, asshole. We are now at the part of the show mm-hmm. where I have to ask you if I wanted to watch this movie again, mm-hmm. would you run away from it, baby? Or would you make this bitch famous? Okay. I would make this bitch famous. I need to double down on my theory that this is queer coded. Okay. And I need more evidence. So I will watch this movie again. Well, look into the production team and the director and writer. Like, you yeah. know, that's probably a good place to start. And it could be because I, I we literally just watched Luca, which is very queer coded, in my opinion. And also the opinion of like a whole bunch of other news articles that I also read immediately after thinking, wow, this is this is pretty gay. This is cool. Um, yeah. Need to double down on my theory here. I will watch this movie next week. OK. Oh, cool. I okay. liked this movie. And that is so bizarre for me to say because I hate violence. Yeah. I was surprised that you were into it. But it is G.I. Joe-esque. But the guys do die. You know, the guys do die. They don't use GI Joe law, but it helps that you see them again. Like it helps to reinforce this is acting. (laughs) Right, right. Like none of this is happening. You'll see them in five minutes. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. No, I, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it, and yes, I would watch it again. Nice, make that bitch famous. Okay, this is not an educational podcast in any way. It is not. But we do have to ask ourselves, what have we learned here, if anything? What did I learn about you? You are very passive, very anti-war and everything. Um, It was surprising to see you bring this movie to the table. So I feel like I learned a lot more about your childhood. And um, I I learned how much 80s kids cartoons influenced your your childhood. Big time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and stuff like this. I mean, in conjunction with it, it's, it's all kind of the same thing mm-hmm. in the video games. I mean, they're similar themes. Um, yeah. And of myself, I would like to say that I learned that um, it's okay that I was also really into these kinds of movies as a kid. And that, and that it's okay that I'm really not into this kind of stuff now. Like, I don't need to feel embarrassed or ashamed that I liked these kinds of movies at one point. That's totally okay. Yeah. I mean, what else is enjoyable about it? Um, Arnold's faces, the ridiculousness of it, um, Hmm. his dynamic with his daughter, but that's even very short-lived in the film. It's, it takes up a total of maybe seven minutes. I want to reverse Western this thing. I want to turn it into a, uh, samurai flick. Okay. Yeah, I think it'd be cool as shit to put this in a different setting. Same story, very, you know, pacing, everything could be the same, but you just put this in a different time and place with okay. different weapons. Yeah, okay, wow. Yeah, suddenly um, it's a that. little bit better. It's not like he's going to accidentally blow up a building that might have his daughter inside. Yeah. In Depends on the era you're talking in, about. He could have yeah, if he's still, a samurai. Or some sort of explosive. Sure. Yeah. 
Sure. But yeah, samurai stuff would be really fun. Um, if this was, mm, you know what though, if they some did ninja shit, if they did remake this movie, they should cast Liam Neeson. Liam ass Neesons. Neesons. Yes. And they should call it Tekken. No. <laughs> no, they should not. Yeah. Can't do that. Yeah. You cannot do that. I did that. You can't do that. I did it. I did it. Yeah, man. This is uh this is great. I'm glad you like this. And um it seems like it was somewhat informative, so that's always helpful to the purpose of our show. Oh yeah. Did we, the job. We want to thank everybody for uh sticking with the show. If you you know, if you uh were listening during season one, season two is gonna be a little bit better, hopefully. We're yeah. we're making some changes. The whole reason for us to have seasons in the first place is for us to kind of rejuvenate the show. So right. um that leads me to the best and greatest question of all time. <laughs> yeah. What is the next movie? What will be next? Our first movie for the first season was Captain Ron. Ronald. Starring. McDonald. Kurt Russell. Kurt McRussell Donald. So I thought, um, I have seen a billion Kurt Russell films. I have not. That's an exaggeration. Too I've many. seen a lot of them. Yeah. And I was trying to think of one that you had not seen, but I had seen. And here's what I came up with. Are you ready? Of course. We are going to watch Sky High. Sky High. Oh, that sounds exciting, actually. Oh, it's great. I am just, I, I really don't know anything about it. I've seen, of course, the poster or whatever mm -hmm. images uh, that would come up. Um, so I'm just very vaguely familiar with it. No, oh, I can't wait for this one. It's gonna it's gonna be fun to talk about. Cool. Very excited. Wow, commando to sky high. We are gonna kick this <laughs> motherfucking season off. And the season of, of dads, apparently. Season of dads, and, and another theme this season is gonna be for our bonus episodes. This mm -hmm. being season of two, we're gonna pepper in some uh, season of two. <laughs> this being season two. two, we're gonna pepper in. Some motherfucking sequels. Yeah. So uh, different movies that we watch from the first season or even maybe a, a movie we've watched this season. Maybe we'll do a bonus sequel episode as well. But mm -hmm. um, that's going to be uh, our, our theme for our bonus clips, um, or bonus clips, but bonus shows. Uh, and those get, you know, peppered in here and there. You never know when we're going to do those. Sometimes they're seasonal uh, based on holidays and things. So just look out for that. We are going to... Um, kind of do some callbacks yeah, yeah it's gonna be yeah. fun i think very excited um if you want to stay hip to our bonus episodes or find out when our regular episodes are coming out or what they're gonna be ahead of the uh the actual publication check or us your out. friend spoiling it for you and telling you yeah, right you yeah, yeah yeah that that too that too um check us out on look what you made me view uh on instagram yeah. or you might have had some questions about something that we said in the episode. You might have thought, wow, they left out my favorite scene. Hmm, I am very mad about this. I would like to send too many emails. Well, can I answer that email right now? Mm -hmm. We can't talk about everything. Yeah. Save your email. We can. I know say send too many. Uh, well, okay, go ahead and send us that same thing like 14 times. Yeah, only 14 though, but, but not too many. But not consecutively in, you know... Break it up. Right. Take a day off. Be reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. You can send us too many emails to uh, look what you made me view at gmail.com. Gmail.com. Everybody knows it. Everybody wants it. Everybody loves it. Yeah. 
Yeah, and if you're listening on Anchor, we're also on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Music, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. We're all over it. Hopefully whatever you're listening on right now is most convenient. But if not, you got other options. And um, Google is not a sponsor, by the way. Uh, that's not why we're saying our um, you know, email and saying our praises for Gmail. It's uh, just so much fun that they called it that. Yeah. 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 Gummel. But they could pay us. And if they do, we'll tell you. We'll let you know. Be happy to tell you. Of course. <laughs> we'll tell you in a minute-long commercial. Totally. All right. Well, Thank guys. you so much for this movie. Yeah. Um, really good start to the season, I think. Um, and really looking forward to Sky High. And we're going to keep this train a-rolling throughout the rest of this year. If you have any suggestions for us, um, I mean, you really can't suggest movies, unfortunately. <laughs> you certainly can if you come from Ryan's decade or my decade and you think, yeah, she's totally seen this movie. Yeah. You can send us an email. I suppose that's not a bad I would idea. Not be mad. Yeah. No, I think that, you know, hey, what about this movie? Did you ever see that? We yeah. have gotten one of those emails, as okay. a matter of fact. Cool. Well, yeah, okay. So I was wrong. I was wrong. Let Wait, us know. That's a song. Guys, really, really thankful you're still listening. Keep it up. We'll see you next time. Having some more fun with some sky. High. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> Peace. Were you trying to do Towler? Mm hmm. Boing boing. <laughs>